0: Welcome to the Women Winning at Weight Loss Podcast. Have you found yourself trapped on the weight loss journey, losing and regaining the same 20 pounds? Are you tired of starving yourself, eating less calories than your toddler, and making the gym your second home is just not an option? Then you're in the right place. Hi, I'm Anna J. Fit, weight loss and mental fitness coach, and in this podcast, I'll teach you exactly what to do to lose the weight sustainably and never gain it back. Let's dive in. What's going on ladies? I am so excited for today's episode. I hope y'all are having a phenomenal week so far and that the year 2023 is really the best one ever. That's what I that's what I hope for all of us, right? So, what I want to talk about today is the three giant I'm talking about biggest mistakes that I kept making. I'm talking kind of consistently, repeatedly on my own weight loss journey. For those of you who don't know, but I was 50 pounds overweight and I tortured and abused myself to get the weight off. Realizing years later, as I've been coaching so many women for the past decade, and I talked to a lot of women who are in need and in pain and have been struggling with weight loss for a number of years. I realized that this is a real pattern. The three biggest mistakes that I kept making on my own weight loss journey are actually super common. And women all day, every day, all over the country and the world are making these same mistakes. So I feel obligated to go ahead and expose these. So let's talk about that. So the number one mistake... That I was making, and you may be able to relate with this, but it was signing up for the restrict and binge lifestyle. I've gave, I've given these mistakes, some names, because at this point we've got to name these, the restrict and binge lifestyle. That's number one. Number two was my burn it off later method. And then number three, but certainly not least here was my constant obsession with quantity over quality. And again, You're going to probably recognize these. You might even be guilty yourself of making these or you have made these mistakes in the past. And maybe you realize, hey, this is not the way to go. And kudos to you. But for those of you who have not clearly identified these, um, let's go ahead and really expose them and why this is just not the way to go about weight loss. So that restrict and binge lifestyle. I subscribed to this thinking that, oh, this is the way to go. This is going to give me the results that I wanted. And what it looked like for me specifically was Monday through Friday, 5 p.m. Literally, I cannot eat out. I can't even put sugar or a drop of milk in my coffee. Um, I can't even have one Oreo, a piece of dark, like no chocolate, nothing. Okay. There's nothing that I can do Monday through Friday except eat all my fresh greens, eat baked or sauteed, right? Or grilled protein, no sauces, no dressings, no butter, no cheese. I mean, I was just so restrictive, so strict. You talk about deprivation. I deprived myself of everything that I actually loved and really enjoyed. No wine, nothing. Okay. And so... I'm like, I don't care. I will do a lemonade diet. I will do a grapefruit diet. I will do the egg diet, the cabbage diet. I didn't, I've didn't. i done all of these. And I even subscribe to like just cutting my calories way down to like 5, six, seven, eight, 900 calories per day because I was just so desperate. And I see so many women doing this. But the problem is it's so restrictive. It's so unsustainable. It's so painful, really. Let's be real that we can't really stick with this for a long period of time. And it just happens that when it comes to the weekends, we all have a bigger battle because our lifestyles typically are very different on the weekends. You're most likely not working or you're working less. The kids are home. Your spouse is home, your partner, your boyfriend, your girlfriend, whatever. Um, you're traveling on the weekends. You're doing things outdoors. Like the lifestyle on weekends, just is just different. And as women, we have these really stressful, super loaded weeks that come Friday 5 p.m. It's like, oh, I want to go and have cocktails with my my fr- with the girls, right? I want to lay back, relax, kick my feet up. I want to drink two glasses of red wine at home while I'm watching Netflix. And it's all these things that we want to do on the weekends, but because Monday through Friday, 5 p.m., the restrictions were so heavy, we end up doubling up on the bullshit on the weekends. And that's what I was doing. So I'm going to severely restrict and deprive myself Monday through Friday, 5 p.m. Absolutely unsustainable, unrealistic, you name it. But then. As soon as 5 p.m. hit on Friday, I would, it's like I was flipping the switch or something. Like, oh my God, all bets are off. No more restrictions, no deprivations. But I went to the total opposite, polar opposite. Like all of a sudden, it's like I've lost all common sense. I've lost boundaries. I've lost self-discipline and self-control. I'm just doing it all. And that's exactly what was happening every single weekend. So it's cocktails with the girls, but instead of having one, I'm going to have four, right? Hey, throw some shots in there too while I'm at it. And you know what happens? All the sugar from the alcohol, right? That's like an added couple hundred, sometimes sometimes depending on how much you're drinking and what you're drinking, that can be a couple thousands of calories just in one night. But the other thing that that does is obviously it starts to really mess with your appetite and it intensifies and increases your cravings for shit, like for junk, right? So here I am, I'm going to end up at McDonald's and I'm going to eat a cheeseburger because now I need some greasy food to soak up all this alcohol, right? Um, or, you know, I'm going to be eating chips and pretzels and all this other stuff. I don't know about you, but for me, that it's if I'm drinking a lot, then I'm going to, start craving like the greasy, salty types of foods. Like I'm not really into, into sweets like that, especially when I've been drinking, but, and then here comes Saturday and then Saturday, you know, my girlfriends, they want to go do something else Saturday night. And thing is my week's been so restrictive, so stressful, so demanding. Right. And I just want to be free. So here comes Saturday night. Now we're going to go to a concert and drink. Now we're going to go to, you know, we're going to go out for dinner and have drinks. Like whatever, you name it. I was there. And then here comes Sunday. Oh, Sunday. Now it's bottomless mimosas, right? It's brunch and bottomless mimosas uh, or a date, like whatever. That's just my example. But I see it with, with all the women that I'm talking to. It is such a common occurrence. And I didn't realize why I'd be dropping a couple pounds, but then i would gain them all, all right back. And these fluctuations were driving me absolutely insane. I was getting so frustrated. And there are people that say, oh, you can't destroy, you can't destroy and mess up all your hard, uh, work and your progress because you're just like partying and drinking one weekend. That's a lie. <laughs> that is a lie. Seriously, it doesn't balance itself out. And I think that that's what I was thinking is, okay, if I just do everything so strictly, if I don't allow the room for anything outside of this tiny little limited box, Monday to Friday, that's five days. So I can do whatever the hell I want between Friday evening and Sunday evening, right? There's no way that that's going to limit me or hold me back or destroy my hard work. I'm still going to continue progressing. No. No. That, and unfortunately, it doesn't work. That does not work. So I wanted to make sure I really clearly touched on and exposed mistake number one, because again, not only did it hold me back unnecessarily for so long, but it also caused a lot of damage to my health and my metabolism, right? And when you think about it mentally and emotionally, it also takes a toll. So for my fellow ladies who are struggling with anxiety, depression, and things of that nature, this restricting binge lifestyle, it also unfortunately has a tendency to really trigger your already pre-existing mental health issues. So, you know, just stay away. Instead, focus on finding balance Monday through Sunday. That's the way to go. So that's mistake number one, restricting the restricting binge lifestyle. Mistake number two was my Famous burn it off later method. It ain't famous in the sense that, you know, I've coined it, but it's famous in the sense that shit, I see everybody doing it. Right. And I thought it was perfectly normal. What am I talking about? I'm going to go here and eat a huge slice of cheesecake, right? Oh my God. That cheesecake was amazing. And if you've ever been to cheesecake factory, for example, that's easily a thousand calories plus per slice of cheesecake. You know what? What? I'm also going to go ahead and have a cocktail with that. Oh, great. That's another three, 400 calories and all of it is straight sugar, but it's okay because today it's Friday, right? And tomorrow morning, I'm just going to be at the gym for two hours instead of one. Or sometimes I'd even say things like, well, I just consumed the extra 1500 unnecessary trash calories, but that's okay. Because Saturday morning, I'm just going to make sure that I'm at the gym on whatever cardio equipment for eh, forever, for however long it takes for me to burn 1500 calories. So I would literally be on the elliptical, the treadmill, their stairmaster, or I would take like freaking three classes back to back, like Zumba step aerobics at the time I don't even know if they still do that um you know and then some kind of boot camp hit tabata type of class and I'll be like I right, so I'm at 1500 calories so now that balances everything out because you know yesterday I had like that extremely rich 1100 calorie slice of cheesecake I got to laugh cuz this is just ridiculous but and then I had that cocktail and the cocktail was like 400 calories in itself so boom I had extra 1500 calories Here I just took three classes back to back at the gym. It balances itself out. I just burned it off. That shit does not work. Can you relate to that? Again, the idea that you can just go out here. I have literally, when, when I was teaching Zumba classes at the Y, I literally would have these conversations with participants at the end of my classes. And they would be like, oh, look, Anna, look. Your class is the bomb. You be working us out. I be burning so many calories. And they were like bragging about how they just burned six, seven, eight hundred calories in a 60-minute Zumba class. I mean, yeah, definitely. I was intense, but that's besides the point. And so they'll say, oh, so now that so now I can comfortably go to Popeye's, right? And go get me a couple of fried chicken chicken uh, thighs or whatever. And I can even add a biscuit in there. I live in the South. So, you know, probably also sweet tea. And they would just like casually. It wasn't even a joke. Like they would just tell me that. No shame whatsoever. I just burned 800 calories taking your Zumba class. That means I can go eat and put those 800 calories back into my body from whatever I get at Popeye's. And I'm like, yeah, that's not a great idea. <laughs> it we it doesn't balance itself out, but I can't blame nobody for it because I was doing the same thing. But here I am exposing this as one of the giant and biggest mistakes that I was making because it cost me so many valuable years of my life. If I had just done shit right from the get-go, it wouldn't have taken me that long to lose 50 pounds, right? And it wouldn't have caused me so much trauma, pain, and suffering. Instead, I just want all women to win at weight loss. Because that's what it's all about. And the burn it off later method simply does not work. The third mistake, also really notorious. (laughs) I see it all over the place. Is the constant obsession with quantity over quality. And oh my God. I get a little bit of anxiety when I think about how I, or how this obsession, what it looked like in my everyday life. I literally was such a gym junkie, but like kind of borderline, more so on the unhealthy side of things. It was if I'm not losing weight fast enough. Like let's say, let's say like a month ago. I was losing two pounds every single week. Right. And then it stalled. Here I am. I hit a plateau. I would literally go to the gym and say, seeing that I've hit a plateau, I just got to go ahead and double up on everything. I would go to the gym and say things like, Hmm, I had been working out four days consistently. Cool. Now we're going to turn that into seven. Right? Don't give a rat's ass about what I'm gonna do at the gym. Is it even effective? Am I working the right body parts in the right ways? Am I potentially doing things that are harming my metabolism and my muscle mass? Oh, no, I don't care about that. It wasn't even like a factor. I was never even considering that there is a bad way to work out, that there is oh, there, there is such a thing as working out too much, that an overload of cardio... Is actually extremely unhealthy, potentially dangerous, and slows down your metabolism because it's boosting your cortisol hormones so much that you can't progress and it starts to cause other problems. I didn't consider any of that. So I literally would say, all right, now instead of four consistent workout days in the gym, I'm committing to seven. So then all of a sudden I was in the gym seven days a week. Oh, well, I'm not seeing a scale move down fast enough. I'm still not seeing the numbers I want to see. You know what? Seven days a week might be great, but instead of taking one class, I'm going to double up and I'm going to take two. I, this was literally my train of thought. This was my pattern over and over and over again. Everything with me, was the, the focus was always on, hey, if I'm walking three miles, shit. I still don't have the body of my dreams. I better go ahead and walk six, right? If I was on the elliptical or the treadmill for 30 minutes and I still didn't reach my goals fast enough, okay, well then now I'm going to go there and I'm going to commit to do it 60 minutes. If I was lifting weights for 30 minutes and didn't get the, the results that I wanted, okay, it's probably because I'm not lifting weights long enough. So my entire train of thought was always, I'm just not spending enough time doing those things. I just need to do more of exercising, more cardio, more lifting weights, attending more classes. I need more steps. I need to run faster, longer distances. Everything with me was thinking, oh, you know what? Weight loss must, when it comes to exercise, it must just be like a numbers game, basically. If 30 minutes on the treadmill don't work, that's fine. You just double it up and do 60. You get why I'm going with this? It's the constant obsession with quantity over quality. Not once did I sit down and think, do I have a clear game plan for the gym that is actually based on quality? Am I doing the right types of workouts? Am I doing the right types of exercises? Am I targeting the areas that I want to target in correct ways? I never, ever even considered that that's a thing, right? And again, when I'm having weight loss consultations and I'm trying to understand where these women coming from, what are they struggling with? What is, what are their goals? What are their needs? What have they tried? It's a pattern. I see it every single time right? And the women that I'm coaching, my current clients, my previous clients, when they came to me, same thing. It's like all of them were already working out for the most part. They were already being active, whether in the gym or working out at home, or they were taking classes, right? But none of them were really carefully evaluating and taking into account that, hey, all exercise is not the same. All work. exercise, all cardio, all weightlifting, all classes. They're, they're not all designed in the same way. And there's a purpose behind everything. And hello, I need to focus on the quality of my workouts, the quality of my game plan. Right. And obviously that is something that I started to learn. The more I was educating myself and informing myself, etc. And it was like, Eye-opening and a massive reality check once I started seeing, oh, there's like real logic. There are strategies. I'm not thinking strategically about the, spe- the time that I'm spending in the gym. All I'm looking at is the amount of minutes, right? And I'm looking at things like, this is another one for a great example in terms of the obsession with the, the quantity versus the quality. Is how many calories am I burning? So, so many women are so obsessed with you know burning high numbers of calories and so it's like i like i used the example earlier of hey i'm gonna stay at this gym and i'm gonna take all the classes that it takes it takes until i have burned 1500 calories again not looking at the quality of my workouts right instead well obviously if i'm burning 1500 calories that means it's a more effective workout That I, if I've only been at the gym for for 45 minutes and I burned 350 calories, but I have learned over time. and, And obviously, especially once I become a certified personal trainer and weight loss coach, that that's actually not how this works. There is a real science behind it. And what I didn't realize at the time is that I was overworking my body. I was working out way too much and the cardio. The amount of cardio in my life (laughs) and in my workout regimen was outrageously high. But again, I didn't care and I didn't evaluate. I didn't even see it as a factor. Hey, what about the quality factor here? Is what I'm doing making sense? No, I didn't give a shit about that. If I work out more, that means it's going to translate into better results. If I burn more calories, it's going to translate into better results. And that's all that I looked at. And again, I wanted to make sure I took the time to talk about these three big mistakes that I repeatedly made on my own weight loss journey. Because it would be different if I was the only person out here doing that shit. But the more I coach women, the longer I'm in the fitness industry, the longer I'm in the coaching space, the more I hear this. And I'm like, it's literally a repetitive cycle that most women have been finding themselves in. So hello, it's no wonder that the weight loss journey is a constant fucking yo-yo battle for everybody because it's up and down, up and down. Lose 10 pounds, lose 15, lose 20. Maybe I even go all the way to losing 25. But what happens? It keeps being put back on, right? It's maybe losing the weight, but you can't keep it off. And that's the problem that I was having. So I eventually had to Crack the code, fix these problems permanently so that that weight would never come back. And I've been successful at that. So if you are listening to this, if you really are serious about winning at weight loss and you do fit kind of into that story or that pattern of, you know, weight loss being such a a yo-yo, an uphill battle, it's like up and down, up and down, up and down, then you're most likely making at least one of these mistakes. That's the reality. I hope that this makes a difference on your journey. Uh, just be more aware moving forward that number one, subscribing to that restrict and binge lifestyle just is not the way, right? You need to bring in the moderation factor and restore balance in what I call nutritional alignment. Because restrict and binge, there's no balance, and it's definitely not an aligned approach. And secondly, The burn it off later method doesn't work because you can't balance this shit out. If your diet is trash, you can't make up for that in the gym. It will not balance itself out. What you're going to see and what's going to happen is you're going to continue wasting precious amounts of time killing yourself in the gym, working out like a maniac to make up for a crappy, a poor diet. You just can't outwork that poor diet right and then the third mistake is the constant obsession with quantity it's all about you know more workouts more steps more calories burned versus looking at what's actually more important is the quality of what you're doing in the gym in your home gym you know the quality of your YouTube workout videos that you're following things of that nature so ladies I hope that this helps And I'm excited to come back on here for the next episode. Bye. Thank you for listening to the Women Winning at Weight Loss podcast. If you found today's episode valuable, make sure to share it with other women in your life and head over to Facebook to join the Women Winning at Weight Loss community. We'll see you there.